ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Ink, right here. With me, Matt Valdez, and of course, I always bring a special guest. Today, I have a wonderful friend of mine who is, happens to be one of the funniest motherfuckers I know, because he's also a comedian, stand-up oh, comedian. Man. You're a very funny man. Thank Mr. you. Roberto Rodriguez. Hey, everybody. How are you? Uh, here, excited. I'm about to cry. <laughs> I'm about to cry right now. But, like, I can hold it together. It's going to hurt. Matt said it wasn't going to hurt that bad. I won't feel a thing. Um, if you're Again, I came in. He sat me in. Just in case you're worried. A long day. Um, making a little concept that I had in my head a reality. So, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty. How are you excited? Are you excited? I'm very, I'm very excited. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as long as you know what you're doing, we're good. I can't guarantee that. But we're yeah, good. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm. Extremely stoked. Um, you're from what, Burbank, right? You live in Burbank? Uh, I live in Burbank right now, but I'm originally from Tucson, Arizona. That's right. Represent TA520. <laughs> 29th Street Locals, what's up, kid? You know what I'm saying? Pueblo Garden, what's up, players? <laughs> and that's how we do. <laughs> I'm just trying to act as gangster as shit as possible because if I start crying in front of this camera right now, I don't want no judgment. Mind your business. Because the needle... He's about to go in. Oh, man. And he's got a wireless tattoo gun. This is the craziest thing i ever seen. So. I love the wireless. The wireless is a good addition. All right. You know. I, um, I like Metro PCS because they're wireless too, dog. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. They let you make your own contract. Allegedly. So today, we're working on this really big piece. Um, it's actually a cover-up. Seem to be doing a lot of cover-ups. Better cover-ups than the LAPD, I always say. <laughs> so we're doing a cover-up. It's about two inches by... <laughs> it's about that big for... Yay big for... It's the biggest cover-up. And now we're going full half-sleeve, so... All right. Let's take a journey, folks. So uh, let's tell the uh, wonderful folks out outside. I must have said folks like four times now. Well, it's just a, where we're at. Kind of a thing. We're in Phoenix. True. You know, I know you're from L.A. and Getting like, pretty hey, old. Los homes, but, you know, when you're in Phoenix, <laughs> it's, folks, is, uh, it's, folks is an acceptable thing. We are in the Southwest. It's very, There very, happens uh, to be, oh, my God, is that the pain I'm going to feel for the next freaking, oh, my God, Matt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I have very soft hands. Yeah, I'm very, very I'm a very light-handed individual who is uh, experienced. In the ways of the tattooer, tattooery, mm-hmm. tattoo artery, art, tattooing your artery, tatuajes in español. Pero sabes que no no hacemos hacerlos así, pero tatuajes, güey, tatuajes. Oh my other, oh all the uh, viewers are gonna be like, wow, oh, he's wow. bilateral. He's, he's, he's bisexual. That is crazy. <laughs> that dude's bisexual. He's awesome. I don't judge here at Beyond the Ink. I just. Put on some amazing tattoos. Amazing yeah. tattoos. Yeah, amazing for Matt Valdez. Oh. Oh, hey. What? These are the jokes, folks. These are the jokes. We'll be here all night. Truly, we'll be here Truly. all night. All night. This shit's going to take a while. So, yeah. Um, I hope he's okay and he doesn't fall asleep and decide to quit halfway yeah, through. Yeah, no. And we're done. <laughs> we got a knuckle on there. I but got half a knuckle. <laughs> we got a, a knuckle here. And so we've we've been 
friends, acquaintances, comedian buddies. Comedian buddies. Yeah, man. dude. No, we've done. I, I, this I can, has been about what? Seven years. Eight yep. years. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, because. How long have you been here? Four years? No, I've been out here for almost six years, seven years now. So then it has been about seven, yeah. eight years. Yeah. We did a yeah, show. We didn't started from meager beginnings, dog. That's, that's right. Didn't you get a, you said you got a Facebook, was it Facebook or was it Instagram memory of a show that we did? It was a Facebook memory. Facebook memory. An old school flyer. <laughs> it's not like me and Matt did hundreds of shows together, but I decided to come do a tattoo with him and all of a sudden that flyer showed up. It was like, Which is, you know what, let's bring us a memory. It's because Facebook was a listening. Memory. Thanks, Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, man. He was He was listening to, you know, what you were saying. And he said, we need to bring these two together. Bring these two together, man. One more time. See, comedy has been really cool because it's given me an opportunity to meet a lot of cool people that I would obviously never have met. Am I right? one of said cool you people? Are, you're one of said cool people, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm so cool. You know, when you're, when you're in this industry, a lot of people say it's so hard to find real people, but it's not. It's not. There's tons of real people in the industry. You just got to find those people. Because right? a lot of them hide behind... Bullshit, you know? Yeah, for sure. And you try to be... And, you know, uh, to be honest, dude, Hollywood is... You, you do have to have a little sense of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you're going up against 3 million comics to get your special. You're going against 5 million people to get that uh, audition to get, you know... I would love to be a one-hit wonder. People talk shit about one-hit wonders, but you know what? Vanilla Ice, he's been living his whole life over his one-hit wonder. Damn right he is. Right? It's very hard to even crack that little bit of sunshine just once, let alone a lot of people. But we're going to crack it today. Oh, we're going to crack it today. That's right, sunshine. We got topics. We got... He's got a whole set of... No, I'm just kidding. We're going to do a lot of different things today. We're going to kind of... I am so crying right now. It's going to be funny. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be funny to see me cry, right? So people are probably like, "Hey, man, you're putting out this this video and you're tattooing so close. Obviously, your six foot rule is broken because of the Rona." I already tested him rectally to make sure it was because <laughs> I'm that thorough. <laughs> yes, we both just been tested negative. No temperatures. <laughs> I figured it was only fair he'd test me as well. And so, right. Um, yeah. And this is the first time like I've really been out. I've been taking care of my grandparents for the past three That's months. That's right. That's right. So because comedy went down, I mean, this yeah. whole situation happened. Yeah. Uh, there's no way that we could have worked. Like, comedy was my main source of income. Mm-hmm. Right? I do construction. I do some other side jobs because I always believe in diversifying. So, yeah. if one goes down, the other goes down. But... Everything went down for everybody. Seriously, man. It and was... I was just blessed to be able to go to my grandparents and take care of them. And they live in Safford. They live in Safford, Arizona. Yeah. It's a mining town about two and a half hours east of Phoenix. Uh, like a community of about 10,000, 15,000 people. Mm-hmm. So I was literally in the safest place I could have been. I was in a small town and I was with my grandparents. Pretty sure your so cousin would have uh, would beg to differ that you were in the safest place. <laughs> I think he would tend to agree with me. I you think would, he would tend to agree with me. He would agree with you. He's like, I'm a lot, I'm a lot safer here. My cousin, he's a he's a UFC fighter. He's not just so a UFC fighter. I, in my in my biased humble opinion, he's probably one of the greatest fighters right now. 
if not the greatest fighter yeah, right man. now. He, he actually is, holds a belt. And he's the interim lightweight champion, Justin Gagey. That's right. He's a... He's a bad motherfucker. Hey, he is a bad motherfucker. He's a bad motherfucker. When this shit went down and I was in Denver, I felt like I was in the safest place in America. You were right. With with one of if, the, if shit ever went down, that's exactly where I wanted to be. He he needs to like yeah. He's he's one bad motherfucker. Like it's cool. He's a very pretty humble man though. I I yeah. See. I yeah. think I think it has a lot to do with our family. Our family is, um, our family is a really close knit family. That's good. And we we're pretty good morality. Fam- I'm probably the weird one in the family for sure. <laughs> so are you more of like the the black sheep? Not so much. No, okay. I mean, I do comedy, but my comedy is not vulgar comedy. Yeah. My comedy is you know stories and stuff like that. So I don't have anything to be embarrassed about. No, that's good. My like, grandma. My grandma's seen my act. She's, I've done a couple of shows where she's come. So Thankfully, she don't understand English. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't get the dirty jokes, and my grandpa can't hear. But they were actually there. Um, and as far as, like, what's the craziest thing that you had to say on stage that you were just like, mm, I wonder if my family hears this. They're going to be kind of... Because I've done a few shows where family showed up. But see, my family is my family's cool though. We 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 have open dialogue about sex. We have we we have you know we jokingly around about stuff like that. So yeah, okay. We're we're kind of an open family about like that. Okay. So they've all come. Even I have Mormon cousins. I have a couple of cousins. My uncle married um a Mormon lady. Okay. And uh, they can come and enjoy it too. Just. It's that, that those are the only ones that I've actually them and my grandparents that have actually like seen your show. No, that seen. I've actually worried about oh <laughs> offending them or something. Yeah. Just because out of respect. Oh no, for sure. But I think that's why I never went blue with my comedies because I always did it in front of my family. Okay. Or my mom was always in the audience when I lived here. I started comedy here in Phoenix. Oh, you did. Yeah. Where'd you start? Uh, at the Tempe Improv. Oh, nice. They had a they had a comedy college there. Comedy college. They called the Tempe Comedy College. Oh, nice. So we would, you know, pay our little money and take our class. And every six weeks, after you get the advanced class, you get to perform at the improv. I've performed there before. So that's what I did for was, the first three, four years of my comedy. Was Tempe Improv? Was just doing that class. Oh, shit. So we can perform at the improv. Oh, shit. Oh, that's cool. I remember uh, performing there a couple times. And... Um, it was uh, it's a, I, I like that stage. It's not a bad. That's stage. a nice stage. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And when it's packed out, it's dope. So we've we've been able to pack it out a lot of times. Um. So it's cool when I go headline there because that's where I started, and mm-hmm. they've been gracious enough to book me after all these years. weren't you gonna be? You were gonna be. Uh, I was supposed to be there June eighteenth. Yeah. But uh, I proposed postponed the date. Just because of what's going down, and I just didn't want to subject all my family and friends to be sitting in a room. Yeah, that makes sense. What about Zoom? Have you done any Zoom comedy shows? You know, I'm I, not... I haven't done that. I've seen a lot of people doing Zoom comedy, but, you know, I, I just haven't. It's really, 
it's one of those things. I mean, I just kind of. I'm not down. Nah, I don't. I don't. Know I feel I'm, well. For me personally, I just prefer to have a crowd. Yeah. And the energy of a crowd is so much more different. Oh, for sure. Like, when you're riding that wave of just yeah. that, that comedy and that laughter, and it's yeah. like a legit uh, applause break, and you're just like, yeah, that was cool. I, I killed that show. I definitely I do did, miss you know. that part. I definitely miss that aspect of stand-up. I do, too. Is, uh, that gratification yeah. of, of getting, of knowing that your shit worked. And standing at the end of the, the aisle, you know, at the end of the at mm-hmm. the end of the show, and they're like, oh, my God, you were so funny. And then they look yeah. at the guy that wasn't that funny, like, hey, you were funny, too. I think what I really <laughs> miss out of that is, uh, uh, like, a little bit of scaredness. Like, a little bit of a fear. Yep. Right? That the Just adrenaline, adrenaline fear, yeah. right? Because yeah. comedy's 50-50. You have a 50-50 chance of that not working. Because yep. it either works or it doesn't. It does. So there's only two two options. They either laugh or they don't. Yeah. Comedy is a very unique art form in the fact that you are, in the form of your art, you're eliciting an unprovoked response from another human being. Yeah. Because that's what laughter is, right? They get your joke and, like, they can't help but laugh because yeah. Yeah. whether it hits their brain, their heart, or wherever, mm-hmm. uh, and you're making that happen. You don't mm-hmm. really you you can get that with music. You can get that with other art forms, right? Yeah. But not instant. No. Like somebody plays in a band and they're playing their song, they don't instantly know if that song is dope. Yep. You can tell a joke and you instantly know if that joke is dope because they laughed or they didn't. Yep. And they'll carry the crowd. There's always that one or two, you know, somebody in the in the crowd that just has that laugh and they're like yeah, 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 and then it gets mm. everybody else going, mm-hmm. you know, whatever and yeah, and it's contagious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Every, everybody wants to laugh. Everybody wants to have a good time. I know? don't mind doing shows for 20 people. If it's 20 good people, you know? Yeah. I know. I feel you on that. I, I do miss it, though. Like, you know, I miss, like you said, that adrenaline right before when you're standing here. Like, even in the green room, and you're just chilling, and you're like, okay. You see yeah. somebody go up, and you're like, okay. And you see that person go up, and you're like, okay. And, and then, then you know it's your turn, and you're just like, "Yeah, it's about to happen." Yes. And part of you, you is know. like, "Oh man, what if I fuck up?" What? No, you're like, <laughs> oh, right? You're like, "Oh shit!" And then all of a sudden, that they call your name, and it's like, "Oh, ah, ah, ah. yeah, just, dude." Then you got to go out there and you got to perform. You hit that switch, man. But that's what that's what takes comics a long time. People don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of young comics too. They're like, "Oh, I got this." Oh yeah, I got this. Yeah. But you have to got this when you have a shitty crowd, a great crowd, a crowd that doesn't get you, a crowd that doesn't, you know, unless you want to be a niche comic, which yeah. I get it, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be a niche comic, you're only good for these rooms and, you know, the rest of the rooms, you can they can kiss your ass. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Which is kind of, I don't want to, I've never wanted to be that. But that's just not my personality. Yeah. That, I've never been a vulgar ass. Around, you know what I mean? Like a one-trick pony or something, you know? Like, yeah, I could do this. Okay. And we talked about comic styles, too. It's like, whatever gets the laughs, man. Yep. You know, if you're a slapstick comic, you're a slapstick comic. If you're a physical comic, you're a physical comic. If you're an act-out comic, you're an act-out comic. Mm-hmm. And I get it. The art of stand-up, right, is to get that joke and convert that joke with your words and... Mm-hmm. 
engage the crowd. Sure, get them but involved. there's a you know, there's different parts to comedy. I I believe. I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. So nobody should ever have to be one thing, Mm-mm. right? There's guys that are great joke tellers, and then there's guys that are joke tellers that should be more physical comics because their jokes suck, <laughs> right? And all it needs is an act out. Yep. But you're you're you have a mental block. You're like, no, I'm not gonna do an act out. You're like, I don't wanna do that. Oh, that's not me, dude. You're like, uh, could be if you would just mm-hmm. do the act out. I, you know, it's it's funny because there's been a few comedians that I've. I mean, I've, I'm, as you, you know, we've performed with so many different people, you know, and it's like not one specific formula is gonna be the tried and true. Like this is it. You know, um, when I, I think I told you about that time I was performing at the Ice House and Joe Coy was performing and my sister's, fr- you know, friend knew, they, they knew each other like since they were kids. And so I'm, when I met him, you know, I had a little meet and greet with him and everything. And, you know, he told me, he said, honestly, dude, just concentrate on funny. Whatever is funny is funny. Like, just don't worry about trying to be funny. Don't worry about, you know. Funny's funny. You make them laugh, make them yeah, laugh. Yeah, because, you know? like, like, when you're from the neighborhood and you try to be fake, mm-hmm. people can smell you be fake. Oh, for sure. A crowd is going to smell you trying to be funny. They're going to smell you trying to trick them into a stupid joke. or They're going to they're gonna smell you that you're not real. Yep. Right? And if that happens in the neighborhood, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, you're right. You're, like if that happens on stage, you're screwed too because they know you're fake. Yep. So as more as you keep it about yourself, and then the more you keep it about yourself, the more people can't steal your joke. Yeah. Right. But even then, they still will. They. Yeah, but they can't steal the essence. No. Right. No. So they'll steal that one joke, but that, they can't steal the bit that it comes from. Nope. Right. So you may have a six, seven minute bit. They take the one joke. Cool. Well. That's shitty that they do that, first of all. It is. And second of all, like... I've had some big name people... If they people. can steal your material, is it your material? So, the, right? funny, the funny thing is, is, like, I've had specific stories. You know, again, when, I, when I go on stage, I don't tell any story. I tell, like, my life. You know, mm-hmm. I make fun of my life. It's cool. And um, I had a couple... There's been a couple times where I've had comedians that I performed with, like, oh, my God, that was such a good, that was a good bit, that was a good show, you know, whatever. And then they go and do the same thing, but they try to switch it up. And I'm on the damn show, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to do my joke and everything? So I've done it. I've come out and said, you know, hey, I know you kind of heard something similar. Let me tell you how it really goes. You know, and then I put them on blast, and they go, oh, shit, it's your joke. I'm like, yeah, dick. It was mine. That you was know? mine. And so, but remember uh, Carlos Mencia, he was, what did he say? Well, if I tell it on the stage first, it's mine or something like that. Or mm. if, I, if I put it out there, it's mine. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I don't know. But I do miss it. I'm not going to lie. At the same lie. time, Carlos Mencia also fucking performed some of those jokes ten times better than those people could have. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, um, like one dude took one of my jokes i was at a pizza joint we were performing at a pizza joint just small room small thing and this guy 
he's a known comic. He has a Netflix special, you know, stuff like that. We're performing on the same stage. Well, next thing you know, I see him performing, and the dude was, he said my, my fucking joke. And I was like, whoa, what? And my wife was like, what the fuck? And I go, yeah, what the fuck? We were just on the same, we're on the same stage at the pizza joint. I mean, I didn't care, you know, I was like, Shit, okay. that happened like, to me. There like, was a shit. comic that did my joke on Last Comic Standing. Oh, no way. Yeah, he was like, hey, bro, red, green, yellow, orange. And I was like, dude, I wrote that joke in your kitchen, bro. And my mom looked oh, at me and she no. goes, hi, Miko, you're doing good. Your jokes are already on TV. And I was <laughs> like, what? Oh, no. That's a donkey dick. Donkey dicks. Yeah, dude, that's horrible. I, I mean... It's it is what it is. People will do shit like that left and right, but I don't know, man. I think it's kind of shady, but at the same time, kind of honored. I was like, I was like, yeah, I wrote that, but who gives a fuck, you know? That's at that point. It's easier for you to write a joke than to spend the energy trying to save something like that. Yeah. You got to step up for yourself, obviously, and you got to let that person know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but at the same time. You know, become an artist and write something better. Oh yeah, oh no doubt. It's very hard, but that's why that's why we fight so hard for our jokes, though, because we spend so many time, so much time and energy, you know, weeks, months, whatever it takes to get the wording and the the flow of the joke right, and somebody takes it from you. Yeah, and especially if it takes it from me that has a bigger voice than you do. Yep. You know, that's where we feel cheated. That's where it sucks. And comedy is yeah. a very unique art form, right? You can take a song and everything else, but part of what makes what makes a joke a joke is the surprise. Yeah, the and you take line. the surprise away, and like the people don't. It's, you, you can hear specials over and over again, but not like you can listen to Bon Jovi. <laughs> Hell yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I was a little butthurt at first, and then after yeah. that, I was like. Mm. Fuck it, I was know? a new comic, so am I. Am I? Well, am I, yeah. My thing is like, I. What am I gonna do? Try to call him out? Yeah. And I look like a bitch. Like, yeah, really. Like this comic. Yeah. Took your material. He's already a good comic, which he is. He's a great comic. He has great jokes. Yep. But then he also took a lot of jokes from people. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I'm like, dude, what am I supposed to do? He's a, a well-known comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm what, a brand new dude. And he probably thought, well, fuck it. I'll just take his, his shit and, tell, you know. Nobody will it, know the difference. Nobody will know anything. And nobody did. I was laughing. I was like, okay. And I thought about it, and I was like, okay, well, you could have changed something. You could have changed something on it. Something on it. But no, he left it almost verbatim. And I thought, wow, like, okay. Like, that's, what, that's, where we're, that's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm now a writer. <laughs> I'm no longer a comedian. Fuck. Like, how'd that happen? So how long have you been doing comedy? Like, how many years? Man, I think 2012, two, 2002 was the first time I ever performed. Okay. With that Tempity school. Mm-hmm. But it's really, like, I've been there since, I've been in L.A. since 2017. Or since 2007. So I would say I was 13 like, years. 2017. That so was I would a- say, I would say about... 13 years doing comedy for 13 years yeah because really the time that i was here in phoenix i was not really i was just taking that class mm-hmm. 
And then I went to the Latino Laugh Festival in 2007. I got selected to go do that festival in L.A. Yeah. And from there, I just decided to move to L.A. That was when the market was tanking. I just did real estate. Mm -hmm. My mom was like, well, you might as well just go now. So I took off to L.A. Oh, yeah. Then they told me I had to do two shows in one night. I was like, oh, hell no. Because I was only used to performing once every month, month and a half, two months. Yeah. So that was a real grind. I didn't know anybody. Had to test your uh, comedic legs. Well, it was at the point where Phoenix didn't have a lot of comedy. Yeah. There was only the Tempe Improv. And why not go sink and swim against the best, right? No, for sure. That's how you test who you really are. See what you're made of. And they haven't sent me home, so I'm still all right. I'm still fat, so I'm still getting paid. Still getting booked. (laughs) (laughs) So So everything's good. That's good, man. But yeah, it's been a long time. So you get frustrated through all those years because you don't have what you want. Mm -hmm. But there's also certain things that you haven't done to get where you need to be. Right, you gotta be honest with yourself, cause it ain't always Hollywood that's not doing something, right? Yeah. Cause, boy, cause if you're doing work, you're gonna get some kind of something. Yeah, and you gotta wake yourself up every morning. You gotta get your ass out of bed. You gotta write your jokes. You gotta do all that stuff. Book no your one's gonna, You yeah. gotta book your things. You gotta book your travel. You gotta do this, do that. No one's gonna so, do that shit for you when you're up and coming. It's yeah. like you know. You're the CEO of you. Exactly. And that's your product, and that's what you got to sell. I tell people that all the time. They're like, well, you get to do what you like, and you get to do all this stuff. I said, man, it's taken me 25 fucking years to get yeah. to where I am, grinding. And- See, like, young kids want that success immediate. But, like, mm-hmm. I've seen some comics that came up too fast. Oh, yeah. And they didn't have the tools that it takes to have a long career, and some of them aren't even doing comedy. Yeah, that longevity. Not that they weren't funny or anything else, right? They're just... yeah. You just don't know. If you didn't go through the process, you don't know how to handle it when it gets there. Yeah. When you start making money and you start doing this. And- yeah, or you or you say you've gotten, uh, you won some contest. Some America's Got Talent, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And you're going to get to travel the country, right? But mm-hmm. then that next time you travel, they ain't want that same material. So that same hour that you spent your life building, once you get your break, you gotta learn how to make that next hour. That's right. You gotta build right? that. Right, and shit. if you just made that, and if you got to there by luck and and being young and and not knowing how to write, then you're gonna be screwed, and then your career suffers. Yep. And then there's some kids that are young and knock it out of the park and just fucking kill it, and they're just talented enough to just learn on the fly. Mm-hmm. I hate those kids. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> No, but hard true. work always outbeats talent. True. Hard because work. I'm super talented, and I've seen a lot of guys that are hardworking that may not have uh, the natural funny or whatever, but they just worked hard at it. Yeah. And they got rewarded for that. Mm-hmm. Hard work pays off, man. I, I say that all the time. I tell my kids that. I, you know, I, I preach that. And it's cool because... There's a lot of people that don't, they don't believe that shit. They're like, oh, I just want it. the instant gratification. I want to be the the next 
Gabriel Iglesias to the next, you know, Kevin Hart, mm -hmm. you know. And like you said, you got to earn that shit. But at the same time, you got you got to work for that shit, you know. It's nothing that it was just handed to Kevin Hart or Joe Coy or fucking Dave Chappelle or any, any of these really big stars, you know. Yeah, they've already went through that. They went through all the bringer shows and That's all why, that. That's why, like, I really follow Kevin Hart's career because when I got here in 2007, he had had a little bit of success. He had been on Snow Soul Plane, but yeah. he was still headlining in Bakersfield yeah. and Fresno and yeah. doing some of the same shit. Yeah, I, I like his... I like his uh, but he has hard work ethic. God, he does. And he's got goals and, you know, then you become... Then you have money. Mm-hmm. Then you have money to do things. Then you have money to buy certain things that you need to advance your career. Yep. And then you, you and then you just brand. exponential it. Yeah. yeah. And then you create your brand. You create that, and then you create things. Right. It's true. You have people all the time quoting his stuff and saying the things that he says all the time. And that's shit. There's nothing better than having somebody, you know, building your brand or quoting your brand or wearing your T-shirts or you know. Mm -hmm. it's it's a great feeling i mean my podcast this is just nothing this is like a little bit but i've started the brand work i've started all the hard work and everything else with the help of really good friends and supply company that i use needle supply graph pros and hextat that's why i got them right there <laughs> i i believe in no i really do believe yeah. in the product so it's like okay cool i'll put my name on there too and they've been phenomenal and they everything i need like my cards my shirts whatever it's cool so when i see somebody wearing my shirt or wants to wear my shirt and says hey i really like that that logo i'm like cool and i always give credit where credit's due like a buddy of mine john he made that logo for me and i was tattooing in california actually i was tattooing don hefty in california mm. at the time and he made this fucking dope this logo you know and it was just the one that was like, it was cool. And he also made the intro to this, uh, to the podcast, and podcast? To the, and to the YouTube channel. Yeah. So, so, you know, but you have to do that, man. You have to build that brand. You have to, you know. And really, nobody really success, succeeds alone. No, that's like true. You need help. You need to coordinate with other people. You need to find like-minded individuals that like to do what you do. Yeah. You know, because you get a crew together, like one person may be a good writer, my person may be a good, uh, uh, um, at the camera, my one guy may be the, the editing guru. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I got a buddy of mine, Austin. You want me to hold that right here? What? You want me to hold that no, right here? No, 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 that's cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. I, I want to, uh, I was going to say, my buddy Austin, who's my partner in this whole endeavor, he's, he's... He edits everything and, and creates what I, you know, what I film, what I do, and then he sits there and goes it up that, and chops cuts, it up. Yeah, chops it up and makes it what it is. It's like Tupac. Tupac come in the studio and it's like, I'm going to spit my verses. Y'all can sit up in here, smoke your weed, make all the songs and the beats and shit, but I'm going to spit my verses. Yep. Like, I don't want to do all that. <laughs> you know, a lot about life is, is finding out what you what what you like to do. 
And then having Passion. other people do other stuff that you don't. Yeah. Right? But you have like, to. Would you rather spend 12 hours a day tattooing? Or would you rather spend eight hours tattooing and then having to go home and clean your yard? Well, then you get a landscaper, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, same thing with whatever other stuff you don't like to do so that you can spend more time on what you want. Yeah. I mean, I love what I do. I do. And we talked about that, too. Yeah. I mean... So, like, to you, it would be shitty to pull yourself away from something you want to do to go do something you don't. Correct. I hate video editing with a passion. It's so simple now, but I just oh, don't yeah. like to sit there. I don't have the patience for that. Yeah, and I don't have the time yeah. to do it. And so, you know, it worked out really well. Austin is a smart kid. He knows exactly. I say and kid there's people, and because there's... he's the age of my kids, you uh, know. And, and so uh, he's a smart kid, knows exactly what to do. He he was one of my clients. And and, he, and then they like that. Yeah. It's something that they enjoy, mm-hmm. right? Like You're part of something. You're... You know, mm-hmm. we're, we've been doing this for about nine months now, almost uh, almost ten months now. And we're already at episode, I think yours is episode 23. Nice. It'll be episode 23, um, or maybe even 24. I got to see that. But, I mean, I've seen a lot of videos that die out within the first, like. Yeah, it's consistency, man. Exactly. It's hard. Uh-huh. It is. It's hard. That's why you got to get a crew. Well, like how we were talking about your cousin, you know, he's now a decorated UFC fighter, mm-hmm. best in the world, you know, one of the best in the world, in my opinion, of course, you know, I mean, and he works out with some of the best in the world, you know, mm-hmm. he's got the best coaches, best coaches, best the best, team, best camp, eats the best food. Yeah. But he, my point is he, gr- he was grinding before that, you know? Oh, yeah, like, sleeping in the group home. Not a group home, but, like, a group of people. Yeah. Right? He, yeah. While he was learning how to fight MMA. Yeah. And you do what you have to do to become successful. Yeah. You know, I watched his career, and I watched, you know, when he'd fight, and I'm like, man, this guy is going to be a badass, dude. Before I even knew he was your cousin, I was like, man, this guy is a bad, like, just a badass, you know? And then he had a couple losses, and I was like, okay, I don't count him out because what's the deal? That's see the way he fights. You, yeah, but see yeah. how you are after you take a loss, after you take two losses. And he came back and was like, okay, I need to work on a couple strategies. I need and to, it wasn't like he lost know. to some no. people either, right? He Dude, lost he to a former yeah. champ and another former champ. Exactly. And, and hey, my hat's off to him, but you know? that just made him tougher Yep. so that when he... Because he wouldn't have been ready. No. Now he's ready. Now look where he's at. He's got a fight yeah. with Khabib coming up. Well, dude, he was, a, he was the first athlete to headline a live sporting event when this started all over. Mm-hmm. That was such a great fight. Yeah. Man, when he fought Tony Ferguson, I was like... Nervous for him, you know? <laughs> like, at yeah. the same time? I, I mean, mean, we dude, were too. I mean, I, I had the luxury of seeing him train, but... Tony Ferguson was such a dangerous man. Yeah. Like, look at all their faces that before him. Oh, God, yeah. He destroyed And Justin came faces. out just looking cute. And, 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 yeah, Justin came out, did his thing, fought his fight, and just came out with the W, man. And he did, he did fantastic. <laughs> it was like, it was unbelievable. 
So, hey, man, I really respect you if you're watching this. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll link it up. We'll, 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 we'll watch to, it. We'll, we'll watch it. We'll have to watch it together. We'll and, have to and, watch and, it together. And I'll tell you, big fan. Love what you do. You got to support for me and my family. So, <laughs> that's cool. And if I'm ever in Colorado, I'll just come by and who knows? Maybe you want to get tattooed. Maybe you want to be beyond the ink. Fuck it. That would be cool. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're. Maybe you can make me famous. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, Justin? I'm going to give you an opportunity to get on this tattoo show. <laughs> I'm going to give you an opportunity to be on this cool show called Beyond the Ink. And then he's like, can I get a butterfly on my tattoo? He's right like, can I get a little. <laughs> <laughs> Whispering. But Joe, Rosa, Joe Rogan calls him the most violent man on the planet, dude, and he's like, "Yeah, just." I, just, I really want a dandelion with the, dandelion. <laughs> the little seeds flying off. Yeah. You know, so it can with symbolize a, with an infinity symbol. Yeah. Just for me, upside to, down. To to to, uh, to symbolize. What was the worst thing that ever happened to you on stage? Like, what was the worst fuck up or like? Oh, um, I was doing a Spanish show. And I came out to do a Spanish, uh, um, like a Spanish talent show, mm-hmm. and I forgot all my Spanish. <laughs> I froze on stage. Oh my god! I've yeah. never frozen on stage ever. Walt Disney. And I froze, and I just had to leave. Oh wow! And I got in my car and I left. I didn't talk to anybody from the show or nothing. I just left. He just, just like, it was horrible. He said, "Well, I'm it out." It was horrible. See you guys. That's crazy. Other than that, you suck it up and you take the loss or you you fight through it. Mm-hmm. You can tell when a comic's going to give up, mm-hmm. right? Because then they start talking crap to the audience or they start, oh, you guys are shit or, you know, blames everything else but them not being funny. Yeah. I had a comic tell me one time he got off the stage and I was about to go on and he was like, man, they want to laugh. They do, man. I almost had them. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to make him laugh. <laughs> and I did. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it my all, sir. He's like, man, tough crowd. And I got, I think it was that night, I got like four or five applause breaks, like legit. <laughs> and I was like, you're right, man. They, they were a great crowd. And he was like, well, you know, I warmed them up for you or whatever. I was like, I'm pretty sure you cooled them off. Maybe you showed but them what they shouldn't be laughing at. <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> Alright, I'm not a singer. Only in the shower or on long road trips. And then I'm a fucking singer like nobody's business. But especially road trips. Especially road trips. Like I will sing the fuck out of anything. Especially Aha's take on me. That's like one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and I still try to hit that high note. Man, do I try to hit that high note. I'm like Yeah, I I, I Yeah, see? I was no. like, nope, can't do it. No. I recently heard them, speaking of, and it was like a live show, and uh, the dudes are old as fuck now, you know, and he tried to hit that high note, and I was like, oh, you're going to do it, man, you're going to do it, and he, nope, he could not hit that fucking high note, and I was like, take it. I guess me. he finally took on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry there, yeah. pal. <laughs> So, um, what was it? Oh, shit, house. Oh, no, what? I totally fucking forgot. Oh, hey, oh. so your cousin trains with some pretty cool people, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, when we were talking about that, 
But he trains with Rose Nama Yunus, and she's fighting this weekend, actually. Yes. She's fighting Jessica Andrade. And, and Rose, I love you. You're not going to see this. You probably won't see this. And Pat Berry, I love you too, man. You're a fucking dope-ass fighter, and I've watched you fight for a long, long time. You never know. But they may... They may this may pop up. This might pop up, and they're going to be like... You know what I'm saying? I saw Matt Valdez. No, I, I love... <laughs> I, dude, I love me some Thug Rose, man. She's so humble and quiet, and then gets out there and just... Fuck shit up, it, dude. dude. I'm like, oh my God. When she fought Joanna, Jochenchik, or... Both times, dude. I loved it. I... Because the first just... time the first, the first time she beat her... Yes. Um... Like, you know, Joanna was an unbeatable force. Oh, yeah. And she was talking. And she made her tap out for strikes. Yes. And I was like, Rose. I swear, I sounded like like Jack Dawson on the Titanic. After Rose, after she jumped off the fucking boat back into the Titanic, I was like, Rose. Yeah. And and Veronica's like, What the fuck are you yelling at? And I was like, Thug Rose just beat the shit out of Joanna. Fuck yeah. You know, and I was so excited. (laughs) And. Probably a little more excited than I should be, but no, I'm just kidding. Huge fan. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a dope fight. Great fight, and she was so cool about it, you know. And and I'm so excited to see this fight this weekend, fighting uh, uh, Jessica Andrade again, you know. And I'm hoping like it just goes good for Rose, and I'll be. Well, Rose was handing it to her. Yeah, and then boom, and she slammed dude, her on her neck. Dude. Slammed her right on. Dude, that, that was crazy. That looked like. Career ending. That did look career ending. I was so worried. I'm like, yeah, I was I was so fucking worried about that, you know? It was like, you know, you get handed a loss, like what we talked about. And then you come back and you do something, you know, mm-hmm. something good, something bad, whatever you do. But, like, she's so humble. But I know, man, she's... I'm just glad she gets that back. Me too. I'm so glad she gets to come back. I would love to meet her in person. Um, and Thug be, Rose. Thug Rose. So you met her? Yeah, she trains at the same. Uh, she trains with Trevor Whitman. Uh huh. So Tre- Trevor Whitman's a bad dude. Yeah. He's just amazing. So they share the same gym. Nice. She's dope. And you can see it too in her fighting. Her striking just got crazy. Yes. Crazy good. Mhm. And that's got to be cr- that's got to be weird for them, man. And she had a. Uh, she had a couple family members die of COVID. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, shit. That's why she pulled out of the other one, of the oh, other damn. event. I didn't know that. That's so, cool. now she's going to go to Dubai. Yeah. I think that's going to be nuts. Like they all, They've already left. They did? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, they had to get tested in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And then they got tested one more time before they left. Uh-huh. And then when they arrived... They're going to get tested again, uh-huh. and they're going to get tested right before the fight. So so Justin's out there right now, too? Did he? No, did he no, 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 oh, no. Okay. I thought he was going to go out there and no. just, you know, be in the crowd. And... Uh, he's got work to do. He's, he's in camp. Oh, yeah. September comes quick, dude. It sure does. We're already at July 7th. So crazy, man. But that'll be dope if they, like, fly. I don't even know how to get there if they fly, like, on a private plane, on a chartered plane. Right. I mean, if this this would be for the 
championship, dude. Yeah, so this you, is for all the marbles, man. Might as well, dude. And I hope my aunt and my uncle get to go. His, oh, yeah. his, his twin brother is always in his corner. Mm-hmm. He's no. part of his cornerman group, so his brother's going for sure. Yeah. What's his brother's name? His name's Marcus. 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 Marcus still works at the mine. He's a he's a he's a welder for heavy equipment. Mm-hmm. For like a company that works with the mine. Oh shit. Oh, that's cool. In Safford? In Safford, Arizona. Yeah, I've got like I've got a couple clients in Safford. And uh they're really cool people. They're really down to earth, you know, humble. Good little town. It's a good little town. I'm I'm uh proud to know a few of them, you know, and be like, hey, you guys are really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool. Do they have, like, a big following out there for Justin? Oh, yeah, Is for sure. Like... I mean, you, you're, of course, the whole town's going to be behind one of their own being that successful. True. That's pretty fucking cool. And he, he sat out in front of his mom's yard, and people would just come over and pull over and take pictures, and yeah. He obliged them all. See, that's cool, man. That's actually really cool. To... Yeah, I've never seen him turn down a autograph or a picture request. Oh, see, that's really cool. So Because, you know, like, some people... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I'm just going to put it out there. You want to be on my show? <laughs> <laughs> Make you famous. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just... You know, we've been in the middle of downtown L.A., Mm-hmm. When he's been doing there for an event or something, and we're hanging out, dude, and people will come up and and go, "Hey, man, you're, you're Roberto Justin. the comedian." You're Roberto the comedian. Oh yeah, this is my cousin Justin. And he's like, "Do you do something? Do you fight or something?" Is no, I'm just kidding. Weren't you on WEC? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So that's dope, dude. No, that's fucking cool. Like to get to that status where you're just. Yeah, because you're you're talking about like something that very few people in this world get opportunity to do. Yeah. Obviously he's making a lot of his opportunities, but Of course. Same thing with comedy is like if if somebody told you right now, give me your, your information, I can put you on a show. Uh-huh. And, you know, do you have all the setup? Do you have all the videos you need? Do you have are you ready for your shot when you get a shot? Yeah. You always gotta be ready. Of course. That's what he taught taught me during this thing, like he was training for a fight he didn't even have. Mm-hmm. And then was able to take that fight. Dude, because he manifests that shit, yep. man. You, you tell it yourself and you believe it. You write it down. You live that life. And it's going to happen. Like, I I knew that, you know. Like, bound to be it, dude. He's bound to be a champion. Guaranteed. Like, I think. I mean. Yeah, Khabib's no joke, dude. No, I understand. And it's he's coming from the, Toughest fight. You know. Yeah. You think it's the toughest fight of his career? Oh, no, for sure. Justin's very hard to take down. Yes. Yeah. He's got a, an amazing takedown defense. That's fucking cool. Huh. So, what? No, I was going to say, when you guys were sparring, <laughs> like, there's video of that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, there's legit video of him sparring. <laughs> Getting my ass kicked. And I want to get some of that video, and I might upload it, you know, or at least put a link to it so you can go check out his stuff. Watch, <laughs> watch the said video. Uh, 
As it does? Yeah, you can probably just it... go on my Facebook and then download the video. What's your... Oh, I can? Or... Yeah. Oh, okay. I have it on Facebook. Oh, okay, for sure. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a... It's a... And, like, he's so cool to, like... To do it. Let the old man... Let the old man come in and get around, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm preparing the whole day for that little six minutes, and that's just part of his... That's after he's worked out and fought seven rounds. Yeah, that's he's after. He's still willing to be like, okay, come on, we'll let's play. We'll put on the mitts. We'll yep. put on the, the shin guards and everything. And <laughs> he popped you in the belly. You're like, and then, oh, he, and, then he, and then he pops you in the belly. You're liver. like, ah, Run you the, the liver. liver shot. That was great. Made your liver, like, damn, made, bro. Made your liver quiver. I made my liver quiver. <laughs> that was pretty badass. That was funny. Shit, I still had to take him to the streets, man. I'm from, like I said, Tucson, Arizona, boy. Got to show him how we roll. <laughs> I can't fight. The only thing I did learn is that if I ever get in a fight, I have 30 seconds max to, to knock do, that fool out to do damage. and do damage because I will not be able to breathe afterwards. You're, hold on, hold on, time out, time oh, out, time out. Oh, man, yeah, in a real street fight, I'm dead. You're like, fuck, carry a gun. There was one of them that Trevor didn't let me quit. He, 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 oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would do the whole five minutes. I'm like, come on, man. He's like, no, you're doing it. Oh, and then Justin just ground and pounded me and just slightly tapped me. Slightly tapped you and Jesus, you were like, I'm Mary done. And Joseph. You're all... Point being is don't ever go to somebody else's uh, profession and think that you can hang right. from somebody that's studied for years. Four years, that's it. <laughs> Four years. Muchos años. You know what? Bless his heart. He's been working for 12 hours already. Right? You can't tell because I'm not wearing pants. Yep. It's kind of awkward. For him. Well, it's awkward because I'm like, who doesn't shave? We're in 2020. Right? You know what I mean? Hey, I got quarantine now. This fool's over here still all natural and shit. I'm like a Taliban fighter down there. Bro, you look like... <laughs> My IED goes off and... Oh, Bro, your penis looks like a ball spot. <laughs> <laughs> it does. All you see is hair in a ball really, spot. It's just a ball spot. It looks like, you know, the top of the film. <laughs> good shit but you know i digress again yeah man how come it hurts like that because there's a needle in you hmm. it's over that um very thin skin that um vegetitis oh, <laughs> oh from my uh from your guns when, man. I, when I flex from the your, guns when you're working out all that shit i work out um so cool, man. This will probably we we we've got another piece that we're gonna be working on, as well. Not tonight, probably. But yeah, probably not tonight. <laughs> but um, I doubt. I doubt. Got, we've got a, a second piece on his back that we need to cover up, and uh, who knows, man? It's definitely gonna be a could be a, a part two. Dude, that part two might be a little bit better because we'll. Uh, I'll already feel feel the vibe, bro. That's right, dude. You know, you, now you know what's up. Now you've been on Beyond the Ink. And now I have some time and opportunity to uh, uh, maybe even think of some topics that we could talk about. That's true, because we go all over the place. But that's the whole point. I want it rough, rugged, and raw. You know, yeah. I want, I want it to be... If you're going to give it to me, give it to me. To exactly how our brain is. Exactly. 
you just witnessed what an artist slash comedian brain does. We went from here to we here to here to here to man. here. It's like, and when you're on stage, you're actually doing all that while you're talking. Yep. So you're saying your jokes, and you're back here going through your joke Rolodex of what you're going to say next. Yep. You're trying to make people laugh. And people always say, what's the worst that could happen? I'm like, they won't laugh at you. Oh, man. That's the worst thing that will happen is they won't laugh at you. My daddy said, and what if they laugh at you? I was like, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point, Pops. I hear that the mom from Carrie, you know, they're all going to laugh at you. Yeah. And then and, and I go, good. <laughs> and I think the knives are coming at me. <laughs> you know, all fucking scary and shit, but, you know. I enjoyed it. You know, you said we didn't talk much, but we did talk a lot. We talked. I know. We talked a bunch. We had a few technical difficulties. I think we, I've just been in my head right now. I think so, man. And uh, I think it was fun. Try not to cry. Again, I think it was fun. Try not to cry. I think we had as a good time. As soon as we cut these cameras off, as soon as this, like, I am going to cry like a bitch. And I'm going to be able to yell as much as I want to. Right? You'd be like, I mean, and it's cool because everybody left. So there's no one left in the building that can hear or bear witness to the the whaling. Hey dog, uh, he's he's looking at the camera and he's tattooing me at the same time. That's trust. That's trust. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could do this in my sleep. Just kidding. No, um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you being on the show. I really, really do. Thanks, man. I appreciate man. you coming out and. Making me the second choice of what you wanted to get done as <laughs> You know, Matt, I was stuck <laughs> in a small town. I'm just a small town girl. Right? That was a funny story, though. He was like, so there was one guy in Stafford. <laughs> oh, man. Who just. That's what, that's what I get. He fucked up. That's like, what I get. Like, he was being a dick, you know, and that sucks. He wanted to charge, he charged me a hundred bucks to just allegedly do some sketches. Because he didn't even fucking give you the sketches. He just so, told... Yeah, make sure you deal with reputable tattoo artists, man. Like, yeah. You're going to get one, you're going to get shitty work. Two, you, you could get, you get hustled. bamboozled. You get hustled for $100 because the guy said, Oh, I can't size it correctly to your arm. After he went and paid the deposit... And then the guy said, he said, all right, well, can I get my deposit back? He said, sure, well, I already I'm did keep the drawing, yeah. so. It's been a lot of time working on the drawing. He, he like, said, all right, well, can I get my drawings? He's like, well, I threw them away. I threw them away. How convenient. No, man. You. So, so you pay so you can learn the lesson, right? Because at that point, what are you going to do? You're going to make a big stink. You're going to go get in a fight. Man, you chalk that up for some expensive uh life lesson life lesson yeah so now matt's gonna charge me double the price so that i can really feel the burn (laughs) 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 i'll stick it to you man i am totally not gonna do that i'm not that guy anybody that knows me knows that i'm like always down to a tattoo and i keep it fair i set a timer you know, <laughs> so I know exactly what I'm doing, how much I'm doing. Um, but yeah, 20. dude, honestly, huh? We hit twenty. 
Oh, yeah. No, we're good. All right. So, if you guys are still with us, I want to say thanks for being here. Don't forget to hit that like button. Hey, thank you. Make sure you hit subscribe. 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 Uh, hit me up, man. Yeah. Maybe maybe Roberto put my the name comic. somewhere. Roberto the Comic Roberto. on Roberto, R-O-B-E-R-T-O, the comic, uh, on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, basically, only my mom follows me on there, but you, know, you guys can do that, too. Yeah. Give us a follow. Give us a shout-out. Share, shout like. Out. You know the drill. There you go. I thank you so much again. Thank you, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you for making this art possible. Oh, man. We're, we're getting to it. Ooh. I'll post something to it. And uh, again, share. Thank you to Hextat. Always give me the best products. Needle supply. Gotta love it. Always. Who are your other sponsors? No, that's it. Just, that's it? Just okay, it, cool. Man. The, um, I mean, I love me some Hustle Butter, so go out and get that because... It's a, it's just a given. Puzzle Butter is amazing. My boy Richie does fantastic. Follow him on Periscope, Richie Bulldog. He uh he's, he does this like really cool music DJing stuff and it's nice. fucking cool. So anyway, are we still going? We're not going. Let's over here and say thanks again. Thank you. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Beyond the Ink with me, Matt Valdez. Give him a follow. You won't be you won't be unsatisfied i would say <laughs> <laughs> he's very satisfying so yeah see you guys later